to get a job, got 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 to get a proper job, got to get a 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 proper job, got to get a 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 job, got to got to get a proper job. I've got one! Hi, I'm Ollie Double, I'm a lecturer at the University of Kent and this is the Proper Job Gradcast in which we explore how a degree in drama can lead to all kinds of exciting careers in the arts. This will be of interest to you if you're thinking of studying drama at Kent or you're currently studying drama at Kent and starting to think about what you're going to go on to do afterwards or you just like listening in to top-notch chat. In each episode, I interview a Kent drama graduate working in the arts, and this time I'm talking to Beatrice Hyde. And when we recorded this conversation back in October of 2021, Beatrice was in the late stages of rehearsing her play Emmeline, which she'd written and was performing in with Theatre Lab Company. So uh, it's really interesting because she basically talks about how this play has had a long development period, starting indeed when she was studying drama at Kent and goes through all these different stages. So it's the story of that play in a way, but it's also the story of being a freelancer and the freelancer lifestyle and how you balance all these different creative projects because, well, you'll hear about it better from Beatrice than from me. So without further ado, here's Beatrice Hyde. My name's Beatrice Hyde. Um, I graduated in 2018 I was at Kent from 2014 to 18 because I did a study abroad year between my second and third year um, in Berkeley in California. And I'm currently an actor and a writer. Fantastic. What's great about that is very specific, very tight, focused answer. In addition to that, you've already started to answer question number two, but I am going to ask it anyway. Uh, what's your current job and what kind of things does it entail? Yeah, so at the moment, I'm acting in a play that I wrote. Um, that, wait, that's a double win, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's it's very rewarding because I've been working on the script of this play called Emmeline since my second year at Kent. Wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah, so that was five years ago, and now it's I'm finally seeing it come to life and I'm also getting to be part of that process of bringing it to life as an actor which is is just incredible that is fantastic and I want to double click on the play I want you to tell me more about it so Emmeline is a play which I initially started in a um, theatre and adaptation module at Kent that's where I first conceived of the idea it was a final project that we had for um for the module which was focused on how do you adapt any kind of different source into theater and i was interested in bringing a historical inspirational female figures um journey to life on stage and i remember i was browsing in the kent university library uh, all the autobiography sections and I came across Emmeline Pankhurst's autobiography, My Own Story. And I remember just being curled in the little corridor in the um, the library for hours, just engrossed in this story and just completely captivated by it. And I just thought, this is incredible what these women went through as part of the suffragette movement. Um, I felt like there was such 
inherent dramatic potential in in all of the events that unfolded throughout this movement going from peaceful protest to window smashing and arson and police brutality and going to prison and going on hunger strike and being force fed to like the forcible feeding horrific really really horrific and you know what these women endured but the courage and the sacrifice that it took that they kind of gave their whole lives to this cause and i think this whole story is really inspirational and i really went all out for this project because i got so inspired by it that I got actors together um, at Kent and I started staging some scenes and filming it and writing some scenes and planning like the entire structure of the play. And then it ended up that when I went to Berkeley for my study abroad year, I was I, I elected to do a playwriting module while I was there. And in order to get onto the course, they asked for an example of my writing. So I submitted these three scenes that I'd written for this play because for the actual project with theatre adaptation I didn't have to write the whole play but I'd wrote three scenes as an example and I got accepted onto the playwriting course at Berkeley based on that and I was initially just going to use those scenes to get into the course and then work on something else but when I was there the playwriting tutor said no I think there's something some potential in this play about the suffragettes I think you should keep working on it and so I did and after I finished that module with him he said I think if you if you're up for it I'll do a one-to-one mentorship with you every week and then I'll set you the challenge to finish writing the first draft of the whole play by the end of the year so by the end of the academic year on my study abroad year I'd finished writing a first draft of this whole play and it was amazing to have that kind of encouragement and someone setting me that deadline and that mentorship because I think writing without any kind of external accountability without any mentorship without someone who's kind of checking in with you it's hard to keep motivating yourself to to do it and that was great and then in my final year at Kent after I finished the the study abroad year there was this opportunity called the Kent Arts Festival where anyone was invited to submit a proposal for putting on some kind of um, production and so I thought I would submit a proposal to stage my play part of this this final summer arts festival in my final term at Kent it was a great opportunity and I managed to to get a place onto the on this festival to perform it at the Afro Theatre which is a beautiful space really really lovely with the balconies and the aisles which I really imagined to help make it more immersive Um, and then I directed the play as part of um, that festival and it was it was great to see it being being brought to life then and to work with um, other drama students and and anyone you know held auditions and had a great creative team everyone you know the props um, and cost and set department was really helping out to get the kind of period things that we needed and then I actually for that performance there was just one performance and I invited a director that I'd previously worked with in the past as an actor, Anastasia Ravi, who's the director of Theatre Lab Company. And she brought her daughter to come and see it. And her daughter was really inspired and felt like she had never really 
um, learned about suffragettes in school and she learned a lot from it and she felt so much gratitude for what they went through but also inspiration to continue the cause and I think that her mum, the director, really felt like this is such an important play for young people to see especially and she said to me, you know, that there and then after the show she was like, I want this to be the next play that I direct with my theatre company so that was amazing, the, the, the fact that I had the opportunity given by this festival run by um, the School of Arts to platform the work that I could then invite industry professionals to to be able to bridge that gap from taking it from Kent into into the working world and now to be staging it professionally with Theatre Lab Company at the cockpit it's taken a while longer because of COVID, especially been postponed three times now, <laughs> but it's <laughs> finally happening. <laughs> well, I think what's fantastic about that story is, it, and, and it's not, I mean, it is unique in the sense of obviously it's your story and the particulars of, of it. But what's interesting is the number of people I've talked to who something similar happened, that they started something or an interest started at them in Kent and they found a way of developing that through the course. And in your case, What's interesting is this thing of being able to take it with you to a year abroad, which is an option available to our students to go and study uh, a, another university in the USA or Europe or elsewhere. So you were able to take it there and then you were able to take do a kind of extracurricular version of it at the end of the degree. So actually, you know, you've, you've sort of started answering the third question, which is how did you get from graduating to where you are now? Yeah, so after I graduated in 2018, I actually went straight on to doing an MA um, in acting at East 15 Acting School, like an intensive one year acting training course, which I think is a great option for people who want to go into acting professionally, but went for the university degree route instead, which I opted for because I felt like I really wanted to have a full rounded education within theatre and I thought it was great that I got the opportunity to do things like playwriting, modules like theatre and adaptation, looking at stagecraft, looking at all the different elements and the theory, but I know that some people are not sure whether they should just go straight to doing a BA at drama school or whether to go for university. And I think this is a good route if you want to have the university experience, but then also want to get that intensive practical actor training. Um, you can, there's quite, a, most drama schools now do have an MA program. And it was, it was really great. I felt like in during that course there was people from all different experiences and backgrounds different ages people were really serious about it and when i was there we actually had a playwright called ed harris who came and led some workshops with us about playwriting and devising and storytelling and I, I approached him and sought out mentorship to further develop the script of my play while I was there. So he, he ended up working with me over the last two to three years actually, where he's been reading drafts of the play and giving me feedback and helping me through different processes in terms of like navigating a rehearsal room and working with a director and making edits and sending to publishers and things like that. So. It was a lot sort of through that MA that I also got more mentor, more mentorship to develop it further. And then, yeah, after that year, I was more available to then 
work with the I worked with the director of Theatre Lab Company more on a one-to-one basis and I was doing you know I think it's the freelancer life lifestyle um where I had I've had many different other kinds of jobs as well I've worked I worked in Everyman Cinema I worked in the Piccadilly Theatre I worked at a special education needs school all alongside doing various different projects, short films, um, did a web series, did a theatre and education show. And what all the while this this project was kind of brimming, it was like coming to to fruition. And I think that's quite a lot of the lifestyle of um, actor creative that you might be doing many different projects and many different things at different times. And I, I find that quite exciting. Um, that there's you get you gain a lot even from experiences in jobs that might not be as directly related to your degree you still learn a lot from it and i think it's just about continuing to be proactive and making still what making progress to walk towards what you want to do whilst at the same time you know making your way in terms of your income um with other kinds of jobs that are more flexible to work around your acting and your creative pursuits. Yeah, that's fantastic. There's so many things I want to pick up on there. So so one of them that's really interesting about what you're saying is, you know, you're not the first person who's talked about, you know, balancing your 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 ideal job as it were with your with your having to have a day job uh, to to pay the bills. And I've talked to people about sort of, bal- you know, creating that balance. Um and because actually, you know, it, we're really interested in people who are, you know, have been fully professional for years and people who've literally just graduated and then anything in between. So I think that's really interesting to hear. I think I think as well what you were saying was, was really interesting about being proactive because what's extraordinary about your story is how you have made it happen through your agency, through your power and control over your own life. So you go, okay, well, I, I'm, I'm going on a year abroad, so I'll submit these scenes to this playwriting course. And then... You know, when you've when you've come back, you've then gone right. Well, I'm going to put this in for the summer festival and make it happen. And then you've invited somebody you know, and they've seen it, and that's opened up another opportunity. And then when you've been doing a a postgraduate acting course, you've then hooked up with somebody else who's been able to offer you mentorship. And this is all stuff that you've almost like curated the development of this by finding people who can help you with it. Yeah, I think it is that thing that you have to just, in order to make things happen in this industry, it's not going to come to you. It's not like when you just apply for an office job and then once you've got it, you've got it and it's just kind of, it's just there. It's like you have to constantly make things happen for yourself and constantly seek out the opportunities and be very perseverant. I think that the perseverance is um, key in this industry to be able to keep progressing because you can get a lot of setbacks a lot of rejection um it can be it can be difficult you're balancing a lot but you just if you love it most people who go into this kind of profession they do it because they love it and if you keep that passion in mind and that love of what you do and don't forget what you know why you're doing it then um that makes it a lot easier to just keep going with it and keep kind of finding people i think asking people for help is really important finding mentors people who you know you look up to reaching out to them and people are often actually very happy to to help 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to use a word which some people, some of my interviewees don't like very much, and then they grudgingly admit, yes, that is a thing. Uh, but before I do, I just want to say it's interesting. Quite a lot of our our graduates who want to be actors will do take the path you took and and find a, a a sort of acting school post grad one year MA. That's that's quite a typical route. It's also true that some of our graduates who go into acting don't do that and they find a different route into it and both of those are, are valid you know they're both ways in into doing it i think what what all of them have in common is the kind of thing you're talking about it won't come to you dealing with rejection and the other thing and this is the word that i was going to use networking i mean i think the reason people don't like talking about networking is because it sounds so cynical and it sounds like it requires a, a superhuman level of confidence i'm going to go right in there and introduce myself to the casting director and I'm going to be personal friends with Steven Spielberg or something. And it's not really like that at all. It's more like you meet people who you kind of get on with. They might come to you if they want something, you know, because they want some advice or some help or something. And you might go to them. And it's a me it's actually a rather beautiful thing, just like friendship is in, in any other aspect of life. Yeah, I think in terms of networking, it, it, there's there can be a sense of people thinking of this hierarchy of like there's me down here and I want to network with the people up here who have all the experience and they can get me opportunities whereas I think your network is like the people on your course who you've done your drama degree with the people on your MA the people who are going to be your fellow collaborators who are all going out into the industry together and everyone's going to be going and, and getting different positions and and often like say on the project I'm working on now I invited people that I've worked in um, worked with in the past um, either at school or at university and, and it's like you know you remember people and people remember you and uh, you know all of your fellow collaborators um, are also going to be doing exciting projects that you can get involved with and you know, at East of Dean, I actually formed a theatre company with um, fellow classmates that I was doing the course with, and we did a final devised project, and then we ended up taking that onto Camden Fringe Festival and performing it at Tristan Bates, and it was about male mental health, and we worked with the Samaritans, and the um, uh, the Samaritans actually then invited us to take it onto a um, community outreach tour into schools and prisons, and so we went on and did that. Um, and I think it, that again was quite a lot about being proactive and making it happen because we then applied to the festival, we sought out the help from the Samaritans, we continue to develop it. Um, but I think, you know, when, when you're at university or drama school to not think of things as just, this is just a module, this is just a, only related to the degree, but re realizing that these can all have potential um, to develop further into something uh, out in the professional world as well. Yeah, I, exactly, exactly. And I think that's a really, really good way of looking at it, that it's not just about getting access to big, powerful people, but it's more who you know anyway and, and who you've worked with anyway. And, and, and I think, yeah, the idea of collaborators is a really nice way of putting it. Okay, now this one, you totally have answered already but i'm going to ask it anyway in case there's anything else you want to add and also because otherwise it's not going to make sense for continuity purposes the fact i said there was going to be five questions so how did studying drama at kent help you to get where you are now in other words what what did you take from the course that you still that's still of use to you absolutely because i studied the um the theater and adaptation module and that gave me the opportunity to conceive of this idea of the play i think the fact that 
it gave me the opportunity to do a study abroad year, which is where I then ended up being able to continue to develop, to develop the idea of the play and the playwriting module. And I also felt like my year abroad just opened up so many opportunities for me and just, I, I felt like I developed a lot as a person as well, well as... Could I pick up on that actually? Because although um, I didn't really know you much when you when you were a student, but it's so interesting watching people do the year abroad. I mean, obviously we don't go out there with them, but what's really interesting it's the same. We also offer a year in industry where people go off and work for, for example, a theatre company for a year, or go and be a theatre technician for a year or whatever. And either of those, what's really interesting is people come back a different person from the one they went from the person they were when they went away without wishing to be patronizing people seem much more adult and grown up they seem and and how that manifests is a feeling of confidence and control over what they're doing and a sense of focus and discipline and it's so delightful to see yeah absolutely because you have this real sense of independence when you're there that you you go away from your comfort zone you go away from anything that you're already familiar with and you try new things you realize what's possible you learn more about yourself and you do develop a lot of confidence and coming back it, it puts things into perspective and you just feel like, i felt like i wanted to grab every opportunity by the horns after that because it's it's just such a such a life-changing experience i'd really encourage anyone thinking about it to go for it yeah thank you that's brilliant so the, i have only one more question and this is this podcast is called the proper job gradcast because even drama students joke about the fact that they're never going to get a proper job. Of course, I say fact, it's not a fact. Statistically and factually, it is not a fact. But therefore, it's a surprising thing because it's a thing that everybody perceives but isn't actually true. So my question to you is, what would you say to people who say that doing a degree in drama won't lead to a proper job? Well, I also agree that I don't think that's true at all and I think that it equips you with so many different skills um, also a lot of transferable skills that even if you decide not to pursue a career within the arts you've still you're still doing academic essay writing you're still working on your team working skills you're, you're building confidence I think a lot I've heard that a lot of employers actually really value um, drama drama students because they have this certain kind of like personability social skills ability to look public speaking more working in teams it's good because you've got a degree and a lot of the time it's just it's about having that degree and then you also just meet so many people that you can then work with and I think that if you are determined and persevering as we are saying in that you're proactive after your degree and don't necessarily expect that just by doing it everything will be handed to you it's about still putting in that that work and seeking opportunities for yourself that you absolutely can progress into all kinds of different career paths within the creative industry and freelance lifestyle which i think university kind of equips you for because you get used to maybe you have some modules here and you, you don't have as much contact hours as say at school where all of your time is structured so you get used to having to structure your own time to some extent and I think that's a lot of what freelance um, lifestyle is like when you if you do pursue an acting career writing or something that's not as you know nine to five each day you, just, you can take some of those skills that you've learned from the degree in terms of structuring your time in the most effective way and that can be 
a joy for people not you know to have different projects and not have the same structure each day but I would say I learned a lot gained a lot of great opportunities from studying the the drama degree which actually you learn so many about so many different fields within it like I went into it thinking I just wanted to do acting and I never knew I never really thought about writing before and that was something that I just discovered through taking different modules within the degree to try out different spheres within the field Um, and so I think it's a great way to actually realize different interests that you might have within the arts that you might not have had the chance to explore before and in this industry you don't have to necessarily pick just one thing like you can have many slashes you can be actor slash writer slash director slash teacher and like you know continue can continue to explore different areas my favorite thing that beatrice said in the entire uh podcast was you can have many slashes you know, that you can have all these different identities to your artistic career. I think that's a really great point of view because many creative people will find themselves doing that. In other words, having more than one thing that brings the money in that allows them to pursue the arts in a professional career. That's the end of this episode of the Proper Job Gradcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it interesting and useful. And... More than either of those things, I hope you join me next time for the next episode of the Proper Job Gradcast. Got to, got to get a proper job.